Hi, I'm Carrie, a stroke survivor and a BIND member. And I'm Kezia, a stroke survivor and member of BIND as well. For today's episodes, we are very glad to have the opportunity to meet and introduce to all of our listeners, Dr. Driver and Jasmine Herrera Martinez. So Dr. Driver is the Research Center uh, Director for Baylor Scott & White on sports therapy and does research at the STAR in Frisco. He is the project director of North Texas TBI model system and is, oh man, this is going to be so hard to say, <laughs> Ginger Marchison. Yeah, that was good? Okay, cool. <laughs> Chair in traumatic brain injuries research. He currently has also have many different projects, which we will be hearing about, um, and really main focused on the role of health lifestyle after brain injury. Not only do we have him to talk to, which we're excited about, but we also have Jasmine Herrera Martinez, who is a brain injury survivor and sharing her uh, perspective as an administrator of the TBI Peer Manager Program at Baylor Scott & White. So thank you guys so much for being here. That was very difficult for me to say, but we're here. So thank you guys for joining us. Pleasure to be here. Great. Yeah, it's great to be here. Welcome to Bindwaves the official podcast of the Brain Injury Network of Dallas. I'm Brian White, Bind's Executive Director. On each episode, we'll be providing insight into the brain injury community. We'll be talking to members and professionals regarding their stories and the important role of Bind's Clubhouse. We work as a team to inspire hope, community, and a sense of purpose to survivors, caregivers, and the public. Thank you for tuning in to Bind Waves. Let's get on with the show. Great. Um, so we're going to try to handle this as a, a group conversation. So any questions both of you guys can definitely answer, whatever it is. But just to get to know both of you guys a little bit, Dr. Driver, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and just so we get to meet you a little bit better and also our listeners? Yeah, uh, my name's Simon. Uh, you can probably tell by my accent that I'm not from Texas. I was was originally born in England um, and did my undergraduate degree in exercise science there and then moved over uh, to uh, America, the US, for graduate school. Um, Loved it, fell in love, stayed. Um, I started, once I graduated with my PhD, I started as an assistant professor at the University of North Texas um, and worked there for eight years and... um, started collaborating with Baylor Institute for Rehabilitation and then at the uh, kind of around 2014 they created a position for a director of research and I was invited to take that role and for the last 10 years I've been working there building a, a research program. Um, so that's a little bit about me professionally. I'm married. I said I fell in love. Uh, we fell in love in grad school. Her name's Aaron. Uh, we have a son, Julian. Um, a big soccer fan. Um, I love electronic dance music. Not many people probably know that. Uh, yep, I went to uh, we went to Red Rocks um, in Colorado last weekend to see uh, oh, wow. my favorite band, Above and Beyond. Um, and I'm really happy to be here with Jasmine. Cool. Well, thanks, Dr. Driver. And since we're talking about that, hi, Jasmine. Welcome. And I'm glad that Kezia did the introductions because I would not have been able to roll those R's like that. No, I am pure Texan, so there's no rolling of R's over here. Um, but so if you can tell us a little bit about you and your injury and then what, how you work with Dr. Driver, that would be great. 
So, um, I had my injury in 2014. I had a vehicular accident. Um, I had seven strokes, two seizures, um, because I was internally decapitated. Um, Luckily, Baylor was there, and they saved me. Um, I have a neck fusion. I am legally blind with um, progressive uh, retina degeneration. So I will be blind within the next couple of months, if not in a year. Um, but really what I do at Baylor is I help with the research. So I'm part of the TBI peer mentor program as one of the administrators. So I do a lot of the research and help find any type of resources that anybody might need, whether that be resources for finances or support groups or different types of equipment needed. And also, I am working with Dr. Driver on some of his studies with healthy lifestyle after brain injury. That's great. Now, I, I have a quick question to follow up on your injury. What do you mean internally decapitated? I mean, that sounds absolutely horrifying. It is. So, kind of, it kind of reminds me of Harry Potter. So, you know, headless Nick. <laughs> so, um, it's where the C1, C2, and C4 vertebrae were completely gone. Um, so I pretty much, when they took me out of the car, my head literally hit my back. So there was nothing there. And unfortunately, my family had to see that, particularly my mom had to see that happen. Um, so that's pretty much, so they had to do makeshift and put bolts and screws Mm -hmm. and I have a metal plate as well in my head. Okay. Oh my God. Interesting. Yeah, that that must be very difficult. I definitely connected with you with saying that your you know your mother had to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something very difficult for my mom too to see me the way that I was, like after having a stroke. Definitely not that bad because that sounds mm-hmm. very terrible. But yeah, it's it's difficult like for family for sure. And then, do you remember what it felt like or what it looked like? No, I don't remember what it felt like. I do remember waking up a couple of weeks after the coma and remember having them stick like this ointment on the scar from after oh. the surgery and I was like quit touching that that feels so gross <laughs> and I remember yeah. I would touch it and still to this day I still touch it but just because it gets itchy um and the hair grows but it falls out oh, so um that's pretty much it but yeah not much yeah. I don't mind it too much I just I like to watch people, especially during Halloween, because that's when it gets cold, and so the metal back there gets stiff, so oh. it starts to pop on its own when mm. I move, and people freak. Really? They're like, oh, because oh it's God. really loud. Oh, oh that's, interesting. That's kind of fun, though. I get that. Yeah, interesting. Um, so we're really glad to have you both here, and just hear different perspectives, for sure, from a brain injury survivor and also from a doctor you know phd so that's really good so dr driver so we um i definitely googled you to try to learn a little bit about what you do i think it is kind of difficult to understand especially because you know i have a difficult time reading and understanding things so can you tell us a little bit about your job and that how it relates to brain injury survivors Yeah, so I'm very fortunate to run the research program at Baylor Institute for Rehabilitation and really broadly oversee research for the continuum of care. So we have projects that are going on in the inpatient hospital, so people who are pretty acute, but we also have projects that are going on in the outpatient setting and then in the community setting. 
And a lot of my research really focuses on people with more chronic brain injury who have um, kind of living in the community and are looking for opportunities to kind of lead a healthy lifestyle. And we've really been focusing on creating a program uh, that's evidence-based. It's a modification of the diabetes prevention program. Hmm. That's a healthy lifestyle program that we're very lucky several of your your uh, members here at Bind have kind of gone through previously. And um, it's really focused on promoting physical activity and healthy eating. Um, and it's a it's a it's a lifestyle change program. So it's helped people integrate physical activity and healthy eating behaviors into their life. Right, which we all should be doing anyways. But I know as a survivor myself, we don't. We kind of take a, that takes a big backseat. Because I know after my stroke, where my stroke happened, it affected my hunger drive. So I would, it'd be like two o'clock in the afternoon. I'd be like, I don't feel good. What's wrong with me? And I'd be like, I have not eaten today. It's still the same. And I, if I eat a big breakfast, I don't eat for the rest of the day. And I know that's not healthy, but maybe I need to join your study so I can figure out how to eat better. That's a really good point. So one of the one of the first pieces that we did was the diabetes prevention program has been around for now about 20 years, uh, but it had never been modified to meet the unique needs of people who've had a stroke or a traumatic brain injury. So that was one of the first things that we did was get a group of people together who have lived experience and ask them, hey, what are your unique needs? How might we have to modify this program to really work for you? So we spent about a year changing the program um, to make it tailored to the unique mm-hmm. needs of people with brain injury. And then as from a research standpoint, we had to go through some testing to demonstrate the, um, the value of the program and the benefit for the participants. That's really cool. So what, what actually got you interested into the healthy life, the, that idea of re- refocusing the model to, for survivors? brain injury survivors to, to eat healthy what got you excited about that good question so this this actually happened what are we 2023 this was this was over 20 years ago now i was a graduate student um, at southern illinois university and my advisor came to me and said hey we've got a, a group of people at a local rehab center who are interested in being active is there something you we can do for them I said, sure. I was an exercise science student at the time and thought, yeah, I could build an exercise program. We was at university, so we had a nice gym. We had a great pool. So I set up a program where people could come in three days a week and we had undergraduate students who would help support the participants in the pool or in the gym. And through that experience, I worked with people for kind of 16-week sessions, and I would see them for one, two years over time and really saw all of the benefits that physical activity had on people. People mm-hmm. lost weight, people reported, they, they felt better. Um, I saw people developing relationships with each other. There were so many different benefits. And going from reading about these benefits in books mm-hmm. and journals to actually experiencing it with people was really meaningful for me so then as a as a student who wanted to pursue a career in research it really was became my passion to to want to pursue that to see the benefit and make sure that these types of programs were more broadly available for people in the community that's great 
Yeah, I think that's super interesting and like realizing that the community like com- completely is different than being in the hospital and like meeting people that are in different kinds of needs. So thank you so much for that perspective. I do want to take a little minute break and then just remind our followers to make sure to continue checking out on Thursdays uh, for our podcast. And then also, if you guys ever need more questions or have different kind of topics that you would like to hear about, make sure to contact us at bindwaves at thebind.org. And don't forget to click that like button. Yep. Um, so that's really good. So a lot of our members here at Bind, one way to continue being involved in the podcast and like continue learning, a lot of the perspectives that are from brain injury survivors is that a lifestyle that's healthy depends on food. So please like let us correct us if we're wrong with that. I know that there's, I mean, my perspective, I think that there's a lot of things like physical, mental, emotional, and like obviously about your diets are needed to really like be able to balance correctly. Um, so if you guys ha- like need to fix us on that stuff, please do. Please do. We got a lot of our questions from brain injury survivors, so that's the thoughts. But um, so um, I think that, yeah, I think for both of you here, um, it was great to hear how you have been really interested on it and what made you be interested in brain injury survivors and how the research is important. But how about you? What got you here, uh, Jasmine? Or like with Dr. Driver and doing the work that you're doing? Um, well, what got me here was actually that it was Dr. Driver's team that reached out to me. So it was Evan and Stephanie. They reached out to me about being a part of the peer mentor program. And so that program offers the ability to reach out to individuals that are in the hospital, reach out to other individuals in the community to help them build a community within itself because As you know, brain injury is such an exclusive community that Mm -hmm. only we can understand. No one really understands unless you've been through this. And so that program aims to support and unify us and, you know, help us as we go through this recovery to help individuals who are beginning the process by giving them that guidance from others, individuals that have been through this. And so I loved it when I first started and I still love it. I still love going and visiting all the people and talking with them and finding different resources, whether that be, like I said, for finding um, help with mortgage uh, payments because they're falling behind with the hospital bills or any type of assistance with equipment. Um, So that's how I actually got involved. And then they reached out to me about the GLB study before COVID happened. And I was like, yes, definitely. Um, Of course, I was a lot heavier back Mm -hmm. then. And I was like, yeah, I would definitely do it. And so I was part of it. can't remember what cohort I was part of. But in that first three months, I remember losing about 40 pounds. And I was so happy. I ended up having to get surgery because um, we found out that I had a medical issue of um, a gallbladder stone. That was my whole gallbladder was pretty much full. And they said, if you had not lost the weight, you would have never known. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, that's great to know. And, you know, it's because of this program, because of my healthy eating. And I keep up these healthy eatings. And so, unfortunately, with COVID, I did gain some of that weight back. But the good thing about the GLB program is this program is not just a program. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle change. Right. So I was able to still keep those patterns up 
and re-implement some of the older things, keep get my binder back out. And so I re-implemented it back in, and I'm back on losing that weight again. So that's why I told Dr. Driver, I was like, Dr. Driver, I'm doing it again. I'm getting back to my goals. That's- I'm re-implementing it again. That's great. And I like what you said, because we have around here, we say that too. No one gets a brain injured like another brain injured. The doctors, the therapists, they all understand, or they think they understand, but they don't, they understand what the book's telling. They understand what our problems are, but they don't really understand. Only a brain injured gets a brain injured. But talking about the foods and kind of how you um, work towards losing weight, um, are there certain foods that are better to help to promote health for brain injury survivors are there things that to help the brain you know i guess are there specific foods that we can focus on better that will provide more nutrition that we need that maybe we're not getting Mm -hmm. so a lot of those would be like the healthy nuts the fruits and oils so like the cashews the peanuts those sesame nuts sesame seeds um, olive oils, that extra virgin olive oil. So those are those healthier oils, healthier fats. And so being mindful of those and incorporating those in your diet, kind of staying away from those fattier ones like butter or margarine um, and just watching those other butters like peanut butter, like find, kind of finding those more healthier options like almond butter, cashew butter that have a more... Um, more uh well a lesser fat content i guess you could say and a lesser sugar and watching the sodium and everything and just being mindful of what you're actually putting into yourself yeah i think healthy oils so um jasmine mentioned several i think things like avocados healthy Mm -hmm. oil and salmon Uh, these are all good for your brain health whether you like it or not uh, whether you like the taste or not they're they're good healthy oils it's a texture thing for me okay well um one thing i i did want to say from the last conversation about um how unique brain injury is and um kind of each brain injury being different one of the things that i've found has been really important for our research program is to have people like jasmine who have had a brain injury involved in our program so that we're not um, so we're including the ideas and backgrounds uh, and opinions of people who have that lived experience has really been very important for our program so having jasmine and others informing our research is absolutely critical i think that's amazing that y'all are including other brain injury survivors in that because you're absolutely right you can't get true feedback or get true research if you're not at least involving those that you're trying to target makes perfect sense to me yeah and i just want to say guys we have so much many more questions that we want to talk to you all about but we are running out of time so we're going to ask you to come back another time so we can do an episode two but we so appreciate you being here at this time we're already learning so much like i said and i'll think about the salmon but <laughs> well, think about that. What did you like? I don't like. It's a texture. I don't like any. Fi- like I like aguacate. No, no salmon. Also, fish. I don't like fish. The texture of fish is just not for me. It's delicious. I mean, I'll eat shrimp. I like crawfish, but <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. Okay, we can work on avocados and nuts. Oh, so I like avocados and nuts. Okay. I'm, I'm, good. I'm a little concerned about not that peanut butter is not good. How peanuts oh, are good, but peanuts to an extent, you just have to be cautious of how much you. 
Okay, I don't eat a lot of peanut butter, but occasionally, you know, a peanut know. butter spoon here or there. It's I just know, good. I think I made a face. I was like, <laughs> that's like my favorite. I know. <laughs> peanut <laughs> butter's good. Let's get that straight. Okay, but, okay. There's but there are better there's alternatives. Some that have sugar added and okay. some that have extra sodium added. So you just have to read the label. It's okay. like with most yeah. foods. Sure. There's an app, and I think I can probably include it into description, but there's an app that I go, when I go grocery shopping, I scan it and it tells me like how good it is, like a red or like a yellow and green. If it's green, it's like, okay, I'll get that one. But it's. I love that. Lots of great technology out there to support live, you know, healthy eating. Yeah. So before we um, move on, I do want to make sure that our listeners have you as a resource. So what is the best way to contact both of you and what can we have listeners kind of refer to you for? So um, listeners can contact me through our Baylor email. So we do have the TBI Peer Mentor email, which is actually just tbipeermentor at bsw.org. Or they can also reach me at my personal Baylor email, which is jasmine.herrera.martinez at bswhealth.org. And they can reach me there at any time, whether it be questions about resources or the TBI Peer Mentor Program or any questions that they have about the GLB program as well. Oh, great. We will definitely be including these in our description below. Yeah, Yeah, same with me, simon.driver at bswhealth.org. I'm picturing it scrolling along the bottom (laughs) of a screen here or just popping up. But yeah, please, please reach out if you have any questions. Yeah, perfect. Again, thank you guys so much for being here. It's It felt extremely short, um, so I really hope that soon we can see you guys again. Um, that was a lot of great information and a lot of great information for our listeners. So, again, thank you for being here, and thanks to our listeners for listening to us every Thursday. Uh, we will be sharing all the contact information, like in our description, as I've said before. Um, And then also, again, if you want to contact us, if you forget their emails or you don't find it in the description, don't forget you can email us at bindwaves at thebind.org and we can get it forwarded over to the appropriate person. And then don't forget to follow us as well on Bindwaves on Instagram. And then you can visit us at our website at www.thebind.org slash bindwaves. And also like share subscribe to your subscribe to us on your favorite platform and just hit that notify on youtube where you see our faces (laughs) and again every thursday you'll find new episodes so thank you for taking your time out for us today and until next time until next time we hope you've enjoyed listening to bind waves and continue to support bind and our nonprofit mission we support brain injury survivors as they reconnect into the life the community and their workplace And we couldn't do that without great listeners like you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Continue watching. Until next time. Until next time.